so welcome back to uh, PTSD. This is will probably be might be our last episode for a while, or for you know at least this mini group. Um, so as always, to my left is oh uh, Warren Zane. To my right, Federal. And in front of me is Callaway Warren. And today I'll be taking a step back, and I'll actually be the one in the hot seat. So uh, I'll leave it open to you guys. So I think we'll start off with uh, how would you describe yourself, Christian? Um, I don't know. I would just say uh, I'm an easygoing guy that, uh, you know, kind of tries to help out other people as much as I can. Um, you know, I like seeing the people around me succeed just as much as I can. Uh, I'm a, I feel like a pretty outgoing guy as well. I'm always trying to look to, you know, make good impressions on people and meet people and, you know, just along the way have as good of a time as I can. Yeah, um... Bridging off that, if I had to describe Christian, I'd say he's just a good-hearted guy. You know, that includes everything he said from just kind of caring for others. You know, in the day we live now, you know, a lot of people are selfish. And I feel like Christian stands out to be kind of that unselfish person who, um, like he said, wants everyone to succeed. And I look at him and I kind of just spew out the word. I feel like he's a loyal guy, good guy. Um, and like he said, he's easygoing in a way that he kind of just, I feel like not understand, but just kind of knows that like, you know, life could be rough, but like he understands each individual's lifestyle, why it's different, you know? And, um, another thing is, uh, he's a smart kid. I feel like he, uh, if he really dedicates himself to something, <laughs> uh, he, uh, does a great job at it and, you know, so yeah. Go ahead, Ben. Uh, Christian is probably one of the most caring people I've ever met. When he truly loves someone, he really knows how to show it. Um, he's probably the most confident kid I've all I've ever met. Also, and I gotta respect <laughs> it to him, where literally nothing gets to him, no matter what anyone says or anything. Uh, he's really loyal. He he will always have your back and. He's just always there for you, no matter uh, what you do or anything. Like, if you wrong him, just come clean, say sorry, and he'll forgive you and just be your friend like it's like nothing ever happened. Yeah, I'd kind of second a couple different things that these guys said to where I think, Christian, you're a pretty um, independent guy. Um, you kind of know how to do things by yourself, like set up your own ice cream business and like you, you come up with like cool ideas for stuff to do and like stuff that like is kind of out of the box. Like you don't really rely on other people to uh, make your way in the world. And I, I think uh, that kind of is a big reason why you are the way you are is because um, you've kind of learned how to really uh, live your life by yourself. And, and, and I think that's really cool. So, I guess we'll transition to the next thing. Like, what would be something you guys would say you admire about Christian? <clears throat> Bridging off, uh, just kind of piggybacking off what Callaway said. Uh, he's very independent. And um, I've said this before. I describe myself as independent too, but never to like the extent he's at. You know, having the childhood he had, I'm not saying it's bad or anything, but, you know, it turned him into 
it kind of turns you into a boy to a kind of a men or young men, as people would say, uh, really quickly because you have to start thinking like on your own, doing actions on your own. And for him, you know, since I probably met him, he's kind of always been working, kind of always been just kind of doing what adults do, you know. He, um, as much of a kid he is, he hangs out with us, you know, does what kids do, you know, fuck up, messes around. Um, he, at the end of the day, takes care of business. That's something I admire about him. And like uh, Venice said earlier too, nothing gets to him. I feel like that's something I really admire about him. You know, uh, going through high school, you know, I'm not gonna list out specifics, but there's times where you feel like you're not welcome. You know, people, you know, don't like you, but still, you know, he puts his head up. He just walks through school, walks down the hallway, you know. Um, so that's something I feel like you know, goes back to confidence and just being that guy. Uh, what I would admire about Christian is how well he can handle, uh, like, handle bad things that happen in his life. Uh, whether it's from his childhood, he, he just knows how to turn a really traumatic experience or terrible thing into just like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger and just turning it into a positive and like making it like I don't know how to just say it. I'm pretty sure I just said it. I don't know how to expand but kind of where you can go yeah so I thought you were going to take that in a different direction uh, but I like where you went with it I was going to say I admire about Christian his like ability to like not be scared of anything and stress like um yeah like, you know like you said you call christian after you get off the phone with me when you're stressed about a project and then you know christian has no idea what we're doing and hasn't started and it's just like and he oh he always gets it done um but it's like you it always seems like you have like no worries and i think that i really admire that about you because it just like it it partly goes into your, like your confidence like you just you know everything's gonna be fine and cellular, you're, you're okay with the result cellular respiration yeah, yeah. <laughs> um of course getting past that stage uh there's i kind of want to just begin with your childhood i feel like we're just going to kind of take this step by step um like, like everyone's been saying you're very selfless and caring for others um do you think that kind of stems from your childhood of growing up and I'm not saying you know you didn't have moral support you didn't have the love from your family but in this way of like you kind of had to go after everything on your own that you wanted you know you didn't have anyone there technically that kind of you had people there pushing you encouraging you but you didn't have someone there physically you know teaching you the ways and like kind of just lending you that hand do you think yeah um yeah I grew up uh, there was, I feel like there was really never a point in my life until I started doing stuff where there was any expectations put on me. Um, my, I think the biggest thing, you know, you guys are talking about my confidence was, was my grandma. Um, like the very first story I ever told her, or she tells me and tells me till this day is, um, this is going to sound douchey, but she says, um, so I have five siblings and, um, my Grandma was in most of the rooms, and my dad cut the umbilical cord for all, you know, five of my siblings, but um, she, my dad didn't touch me. She gave the scissors to the my grandma, and she cut my, 
Bellical cord, and she was the first person to hold me. And um, my dad looked at me and said, like, mom, like, uh, he called her by name Violet, like, this kid's destined for great things. And so um, from that, from that's the only time that I've ever felt any pressure on me to succeed. And I feel like I kind of just took that as, and you guys were saying, like, oh, how do you not get stressed out? And because I just feel life will work itself out. Um, if you're if you're a great person and um, you have someone like God looking out for you and someone praying for you like my mom, uh, I think success will follow as long as you know you don't wrong people and you you know you you work for it in a way. You know, I got, yeah, I might be lazy in school or certain things, but um, I kind of always just I put in work where I need to um, and what's important to me, and I think another thing that you said like about my childhood was also um yeah I didn't have I didn't really have great role models you know like I my older two brothers just had to take over the business you know like they didn't focus on school or you know, like their social position but I, I kind of had I had a couple reverse role models in my life you know where I saw some of the path that my my brother or my sister went down and I think the what happened with my brother and like the lifestyle he chose was kind of honestly the most traumatic and like the basic biggest experience in my life because you know he was like the brother closest to my age and I always looked up to him and you know like Bennett has a brother where they're like that similar age distance where you know they're, they're supposed to be the cool other brother where they kind of lead the path and you're supposed to follow into it and he took the opposite you know he had a, a juvenile record he smoked smoked weed every day he had bad relationships he didn't focus on school and he he kind of threw a lot of aspects of his life away, and I always saw that as something like that can't be me. I, I I won't let that happen to me. And I I definitely had different. I had a lot better resources that he had, and a lot of different things in my life that I was blessed to have play out. But at the same time, um, I do take some of the credit just because uh, I made a lot of decisions in my life that I feel like were good decisions. And uh, but I I don't think I was one who made them. I think they were. Uh, you know, I, I was brought up a certain way by my mom, and, uh, you know, obviously having God in my life, I think I was just taught right, and I was able to kind of make those decisions later on that kind of helped me, you know, become the kid I am today, or young man. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I definitely agree with everything he says. Um, that was a little deep. Now, uh, I kind of want to bring it back to uh, something we would all um, say that dislike about Christian or something that you feel like he could uh, change. Um, Calorie can go ahead and warm us up. Alright. I would say I think we kind of talked about this in the the last episode with me, but it's just kind of been I've always wondered about your uh, like, I guess, commitment to one thing. Um, like, I feel like you've kind of jumped around, at least, like, with friendships, girls especially, uh, just different, like, ideas in your life to where, I don't know if that's, like, I actually would, guess, make it a question. Like, um, you've always kind of jumped around. Is that because, like, your interests... Uh, peaks or is that like um, why would you say like I feel like you you know jump around to different things pretty quickly and yeah um 
I think the biggest thing for me, um, I don't want to look. I, I I would rather be the cutting guy, and you know some of my people say this is a wrong thing. I'm I'd rather be the guy that is good at a th- that is that is decently okay at a hundred things than really good at one thing. Um, so what the, the way I take that into my life is I want to be a guy that can just have a conversation with anyone and I feel like the best way to go about that is by meeting new people and getting really close with them and like diving into that relationship or you know getting to know them and then kind of taking a step back to meet more new people or kind of experience more things you know and I set myself up with boundaries like there's things that I won't do and that uh, I say no to but in general I I just want to kind of experience as in life as much as I can you know and I think I still there's actually in my life where I still say a little some things like you you can ask anyone you know people that like they're close to me I would say like my girlfriend Gracie which I feel like she knows me more than most people just because of how much time we spent together and um like one thing like no matter what I do in my life I, I might mess up and I might you know not stay by the moral code of the bible but there'll never be a day in my life where I'll say God's not real I won't have that faith and so like there's things like that or I won't like my mom is the most important person in my life, um, even though, like, I get frustrated with her more than anyone. Um, I I have the most respect for her out of anyone in my life. And, you know, so there's things that always, you know, stay constant. But I also, I just want to kind of experience in life as much as I can. And, you know, it might be stupid and it might be, you know, not work out for me sometimes. But I just enjoy being able to kind of go into any room and relate to the kid in the corner that might be a nerd or the kid, the cool kid or the, anyone just because you know if you have different friends and you do different things it kind of allows you to you know re- with like relate with as many people as possible right that makes sense um yeah uh so one thing christian does is he is a easygoing guy for the most part but sometimes it's hard for him to admit when he's wrong uh that just means that he's strong in what he believes but it there's just some points where it's like he just got like he just has to know when like it's he's wrong and also uh complains a little too much i don't know if it's because he's always in a bad mood because it's just (laughs) with me he's always in a bad mood i don't know why but or tired but he, like we just went on a trip to Magic Mountain and I felt like it was the only time that we had a good time was when he was sitting behind me on the Goliath ride and that was the most excited I've ever seen him other than that I just see him always tired or like not having a good time or a frown on his face and I was just always wondering why but I don't know what it was like the trip or just in general uh like me Kind of recently, I don't know. I just see like you like with a frown on your face. And I don't know why. I, I don't know if you're unhappy or something, but I just feel like uh, you've been complaining a lot. I don't know. Um, no, yeah, I uh, I think we're all just all. I just had a weird time in you know our life. Like I, I wouldn't say I'm depressed or unhappy, but um, I feel like. I've been struggling with control issues, you know, and I'm an easygoing guy, but it's, uh, I've been just kind of struggling with control. I, I want things to happen a certain way or turn out in a certain way, and when they don't, I just get upset, and 
I need to learn how to kind of when I'm upset about something or like it's out of my control, I need to first the first thing I need to do is just shut my mouth about it. Like I know you can't focus on life, and then two, I need to work on just realizing that there's just things that are out of my control, and I just felt like you know, for there was so many things like once we like got kicked out of school and like you know like COVID was happening there's just so many things in your life that you couldn't control that I kind of got used to putting things in my life that I could control you know and I think when that doesn't happen when you can't control I kind of get upset and then specifically this weekend um everything I was just I was just tired the whole time too because <laughs> I literally hadn't slept in two nights but um I think when you're down that kind of reveals like the like the character flaws you've been focusing on so I don't think it was the excuse isn't that I was asleep, like, tired, but I think I just wasn't able to con- control it. And, like, when we were on the trip with our friends, like, there were just so many things that I couldn't control that I got frustrated about. And I just, when I, I can't control things, I kind of complain. And I'm an easygoing guy to an extent where I'll do more things and I, I don't mind doing things. But I also kind of have that inner desire to kind of always try to lead the people around me. And when it recently I've been it's just been hard for me to kind of accept that I can't always lead people and kind of always you know I gotta give up control so I feel like that was kind of what was what has been you know frustrating with me recently mm. um yeah so I'm sitting over here really thinking <laughs> and I agree with what Bennett and uh, Calway said but I feel like we kept talking about you know you're very you never get stressed out and for me i don't relate because I'm always stressed out as much as it doesn't seem so. Um, and I feel like, I don't know, like people probably won't agree with me, but I feel like you need a little stress in your life. Like, I don't know, like, like you said about school and like how we talked about how you're always, you know, of course you get things done, but you're always, it's not like you procrastinate a lot. Like similar to Bennett, you procrastinate a lot and, um, you're good at many things, but I feel like stress kind of turns into, sort of motivation and maybe I don't know it doesn't sound good but maybe you need a little stress in your life oh, yeah. I uh, I I try to push as much stress in my life as possible like I like if you just look like my girlfriend or even one of the guys like Henry who I'm probably close to like they don't put any stress on me in general and like but that's just how I grew up too like I said like there was no responsibility on me and like my mom doesn't put any stress on me so I just kind of try to push as much stress as away as possible, and I, I agree, like, I think I need to embrace it sometimes, for sure, just because, um, I think, sh- I, I think I do perform well in stressful situations, like, I don't think I do bad in them, but I, I just don't like being stressed out, so I, I just try to push it out as much as possible, because I don't, I, I don't think anyone enjoy. I don't know, I don't enjoy being no, stressed yeah. out, so, but I, I think it can be it can help you out definitely just because like you said in school or other things like it it's a skill to be able to kind of put yourself in that situation right um i got another question that i've been thinking of and i think i feel like let me know if i'm wrong but i I feel like the other guys can agree that you know at the beginning of high school you used to make some pretty dumb decisions and like make some enemies and stuff um like with uh fb and like like the amanda situation and uh stuff like that i was just wondering because now you see like you're 
a lot smarter with that. I feel like I don't. I don't know if other guys are kind of feeling the same way, but like, what would you say the biggest thing was like biggest mistake you've made in high school that you learned from? Well, socially, yeah. I don't think. I don't. I think you just learned how to like not put yourself in bad situations because I wouldn't say like. It was entirely your fault with the whole FB and no, Amanda? No, well, the thing, I, I, I can answer. So, I think the biggest thing in general with that was, um, what I learned in high school is, if you ever, if you want to stay out of drama, I look at Warren, he's probably been out of the most drama, like, you don't, like, girls create drama. Like, Warren's picked, like, girls, different girls, but, like, I always, I just picked, if I saw a girl I liked, like, I, I didn't really care the repercussions, you know? And I think the biggest thing... Now is it's not that I necessarily learned from that. I just I've had a girlfriend for two years, so I stayed out of drama because when you have a girlfriend, no one really cares about you know you, you, you just aren't in that situation. <laughs> like no one really cares about you when you're in a girl. Like we have a girlfriend, you know. Like you guys kind of do your own thing. So, but I mean, going back, I would have played it differently. I kind of was just in that position, but I think girls just kind of bring drama in no matter what, and I think. Um, and I didn't really. The thing is too is like I don't really, I don't really care that I got. Should I think like yeah. the hardest part for me was it, it put like Bennett in a bad position, you right. know? And I feel like because he was friends with me and like they didn't like not like him, it was hard to see him, you know, be invited stuff and I wasn't. But I feel like once people got to know me, they kind of weren't mad at me anymore, you know? Like towards like sophomore year and stuff, like. I was hanging out with people that didn't like me before, and like they didn't really understand why they didn't like me, and like they we weren't super close, but they could be around me and stuff. So I feel like if people initially didn't like me, unless they have a really really good reason, then like I feel like they'll just come around to it, you know? Right. So I guess a follow up question um, would be like, what piece of advice if you were like, if you had a way to like talk to yourself again, like right before freshman year? Like, what would you want to, like, tell your, like, old self to do? Um, like, what, like, piece of advice? Like, senior you right now talking to freshman you, walking on the campus. Okay, I'll be not as serious. The biggest thing I regret is sophomore year not having a disposable camera. Like, I <laughs> wish I had, like, that year was, like, I just wish I had it, like, the picture I take now. I feel like that would have been so much cool. But on a serious note, right. uh, um... I think, uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I made a lot of bad decisions, like girls wise, you know, um, cause I just get into my mind if I, I want to go for a girl, like I, I just, I feel like, like it comes down to my confidence too. Like I'll do whatever I can, you know, to make, make it happen, you know? And so, um, kind of, and I still struggle with this, like telling myself that, um, just girls aren't worth the trouble, you know, to a certain extent. Like, girl, girls, and I don't, I, I still don't think they're everything. I never thought they were everything, but, like, I just kind of get caught up in that. And I think that, that definitely brought, like I said, like, the most drama into my life. But I don't regret it because I didn't, when, when I put myself in bad situations, I enjoyed the feeling of getting, like, getting, like, that brings emotion. I, yeah. It, like, evokes emotion. Like, I sit here now, and I haven't, you know, really 
been in terrible things, and, and I feel like I force myself in those positions sometimes where, like, I make bad decisions, but, like, at least I'm feeling something. Like, it's not a sense of complacency. It's not a sense of unhappiness. So, but I do think I could have made my high school a lot easier. And also, going back to girls, um, kind of, uh, yeah, definitely playing the whole Amanda thing differently. That was That made my high school career a lot worse than it had to be. And I, if I could go back, I probably in the wouldn't have talked to her in the first place, or just told myself to not make a big deal out of it. I feel like I always gave her a lot more power than she needed, and it just like wasn't worth it. Like looking back, like she, like I, I really don't even like think about her anymore. Like it's not, a, she's not even like in any aspect of my life. But I just put so much pressure on myself back then, like with her, and I feel like I just kind of put a facade around women in general, and I, I just, I kind of need to focus more on just like hanging out with friends and making good you know f- guy friends and things like that and you know kind of focusing on like the right people to hang out with you know right yeah I, w- I would definitely say like like with that advice thing like I feel like a lot of the things you went through um really shaped who you are today and which is a super cool guy who's you know really good socially really aware of what you want in life and and how to get it, and you're really driven that way. So, I mean, I would definitely say that all those things kind of shaped you to be who you are. So, not necessarily change those. Just like, I guess this disposable camera thing was cool, but <laughs> yeah, because I feel like I feel like most of us are sitting at this table, and we're happy where we are now, you know. And everyone's like, "Oh, if I could go back in high school and do things differently, I would." But at the same time, it's like, if you didn't I'm have those, yeah, I, I'm happy where I am now. I feel like I'm headed in the right direction and so maybe if I would have done something differently I wouldn't be where I am now and I, I feel like I hate that idea you know like I'm pretty yeah. happy where I am right now and I want to keep on this track so but yeah I get I get what you're saying I mean yeah but definitely yeah so um anybody else have any follow-up questions yeah um well we were just talking about you know ladies women in general and just kind of you being this lady then um one thing I've been pretty curious about, you know, and I feel like I kind of have a little grasp of it, but like um, your relationship with your girlfriend, Gracie, like you've talked about, um, to me, I feel like it seems like a healthy relationship. You know, of course, there's been many toxic relationships around me and still going on. And like, um, and I know of a lot of bad endings or whatever, but um, for you, I feel like you have a really well-rounded, stable relationship with Gracie. Um, could you maybe like speak out on like what you think makes that relationship so easygoing and uh, yeah, I think um, I like one she's she was a really good friend before and she still is probably my best friend, you know, so it's like we were friends before and I think one of the biggest things that makes a healthy relationship is we don't we don't text or call when we're not together, you know, like we spend a lot of time together, but it's like most of the time, genuine time, so, you know, she goes to rodeos a lot, and I, you know, I'll hang out with my friends, and we don't get mad at each other about that, like, I'm never, she never makes me feel bad about doing something, and I never make her feel bad about it, and when we are doing stuff, we're there and trying to do stuff, so, like, you know, when we just went on a trip, and you never saw me texting her the whole time, like, I, I call her if, like, I need something, or, you know, I have a question for her, but I think that's a, a big thing, is, with phones and stuff like nowadays like you're texting and it just makes like when you hang out not as genuine because you already told her everything you did that day or like you told her things you're feeling and even sometimes 
um, when something hurts you or you something happens, they'll immediately text you or you immediately text them about it, and you kind of just don't you don't have time to think about it or you don't have time to like sit on it and realize like oh maybe I shouldn't be upset about that like that's happened to me so many times where you know something happens and I want to get mad at her but then I realize like could she have even controlled that or could I like do I have the right to be mad about it you know and um I think and so that that's a big thing which is kind of you know having that having not your like separate lives you know like I don't and also like neither of us have ever made each other feel bad about hanging out with friends which is really cool and then I think something that we've been fortunate that makes this relationship is we we've always been able to just spend as much time almost as we want together and I feel like most people haven't been that fortunate in their relationships and so I think that um and also uh she's just she's just a really cool person you know like all of my friends I feel like for the most part like her like I've, I've never really had a friend that's like told me you should you know not be around her or whatever and um she gets along with most people but uh, yeah, she's just a really cool person, and I feel like we both are pretty level-headed people, and, um, you know, we're both pretty mature for age, so, like, little things don't really upset us that most relationships at our age kind of would make it grow apart, you know, and she's also, uh, she, she's shown me, like, really, really, like, unconditional love, you know, like, she's really always been there for me where most in a way that like most people have and I've never really experienced in my life where um, she's always been like super selfless and she's always like really cared about me and I think I've tried to reciprocate that as much as I can. Yeah, um, I definitely agree with what you said. I feel like Gracie, like you talked about earlier, like a girlfriend's kind of this like built-in friend and I feel like she is kind of just there to uh, um, fill in that gap. I feel like you need it. You know, of course you have friends, but at the end of the day, having a girlfriend, having someone there who is just there for you always is very important. Um, yeah, I mean, I think all these things that we've talked about, like, you're kind of, in my mind, like, I always think of you, Christian, like, that guy out of any of us who's, like, going to be really successful <laughs> and, like, you know, maybe rich, maybe famous, who knows, but, you, like, you're going to do whatever you can, like, make your way in the world. Um, and do it to the best of your abilities. And I think that like a lot of things we talked about here, are, like kind of what have what has gotten you to be prepared for you know this next stage of life and gotten you to where you are as a as a man right now. Um, so I think that's cool and that's something that like I I respect about you and you know I was glad to glad to hear more about that from you today. Um, you know if you want to wrap up the this segment that we've been doing. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so I guess the whole, really the whole point of all of this was we just to get to know each other better, you know, and I feel when you start to, at least this is what I try to do in life, and I feel like that's why I kind of, you know, wanted to do this podcast, is understand why people do things, and when people do things, kind of think about it, you know, I feel like in today's world, we don't really take a second to understand the world we live in, you know, I feel like we try to take things at face value, and uh, don't take the time to really try to understand life, you know, I feel like that's kind of something I've been trying to do more and more, you know, it's just kind of focusing on little things and showing how, you know, just the words people say, how much that kind of reveals about their character and things like that, so, um, you know, I guess the best, the biggest thing between 
all of this is just have conversations with your friends, you know, kind of compliment each other, tell them what they need to work on. Because um, at the end of the day, uh, what is life if we're not changing and being better people? And so hopefully that this podcast, anyone who listens to it kind of understands that um, you can make your friends better and you can kind of give them an ear to open and ask them questions you've been wanting to. You know, I've, I've said things on here to my friends that I necessarily haven't said in the years that I've known them. Um, so thank you for listening. If you guys all want to say goodbye. Um, thank you for listening to PTSD. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll just stop it there. Thanks for listening. <laughs>